Hello everybody, welcome to the Big Dog Podcast, the place where we talk to some of the most inspirational business leaders, founders, MDs, celebrities and influencers. Each week we will have a new guest who is incredibly inspirational in their field, giving you an insight into their world. This week, we are talking to Rebecca Rankin from Tribe, a influencer marketplace that we use at Big Doug, giving you all of the insights into how influencer marketing can really change your business, increase your sales, and generate user-generated content for your marketing campaigns. Make sure you listen along. It's going to be a good one. The interview you're about to hear was filmed on Zoom due to social distancing, so please excuse any cutting out because of internet connections. Hope you enjoy. Don't forget to subscribe. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Doug Podcast. Hey, uh, we have a really, really interesting guest this week. So we've got Rebecca Rankin, and Rebecca works for a influencer marketplace called Tribe, which we use at Big Doug, uh, and we find our influencers. But I'm going to introduce Rebecca, and I'm going to get her just to introduce Tribe and what she does and what the platform is, because it's so interesting for brands. Like, you guys that are not using it, you should be using it. So, uh, Rebecca, over to you. Hey, thanks, Luke. Thanks so much for having me. Um, this is actually my first podcast, so it's very exciting. Um, but yeah, just giving a bit of insight on myself, I'm Rebecca Rankin. I'm one of the client partners in the UK team at Tribe. So we're an Australian startup um, launched by a guy called Jules Long, which some of you might have heard of before. Um, we've been in the UK market for around four years now. And what we are is we're a branded content marketplace. So we're a tool which enables brands and agencies to work with influencers and content creators at speed and scale. So you might hear us using like creators or influencers or content creators, essentially, they're all the same thing. Um, but to actually run a campaign with us, it's a super straightforward process. So as you're aware, look, it's a five stage build. And in there, you'll lock in exactly what you're looking for in terms of creators you want to partner with content you're after you also upload six mood board images so that's just to give the influencers a really good style and feel of the type of content you're looking to get back um, then you'll log in content we'd love to see from you so that's where you'd bulk out whether you wanted an in-feed or an in-feed and ig story per influencer you guys can be as prescriptive as you like or you can keep the brief quite open and let the influencers really put their their flair on it and then once you push that through we've a customer success team who'll review that brief make sure everything's super crystal clear for the influencers uh, and then we'll push that out into our app where all, all, all of our influencers sit. So we've got 55,000 active creators in the UK alone uh, and our core markets to date are the UK, US, Canada and Australia. So then once your brief's in there, you'll get um, a wave of submissions coming through and basically celebrating your brand and calling out what you were after. You can jump in, review the creators, get a bit more insight into their following, their demographics, um, what they've done on their, their pages before. We'll also give you estimated um, averages based on their last 30 posts in terms of results you could get from that particular influencer before you head and go and partner with someone. Uh, and as simple as you just hit a tick button, schedule that post to go live, uh, and it's easy peasy like that. Um, easy we peasy. Also, yeah, and hopefully you, you can concur with that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So essentially, in a nutshell, it teams brands with all the amazing influencers out there on social media in a really constructed way um, so you can partner with them and get the most out of them and not have to worry about scrolling through Instagram or Facebook and finding people and working out how much they're going to charge. And, you know, or it literally is just all in one place. Totally. I think we've like flipped the traditional model on its head. So historically are still still at this minute brands are outreaching to influencers directly uh -huh. and it's super time consuming and yeah. um, 
brand manager. So essentially what we do is we flip that and you'll actually upload that brief and the influencers have to lean into partner with you. And we really think that creates that really nice authenticity. But just in terms of a bit more background, um, our founder Jules was is a big TV and radio host out in Australia. And he himself was a, an influencer and he was getting approached loads by brands out there to, to promote their products uh-huh. and across his page. And when he was working with him, he just found the whole process really clunky. So from yeah. conversations getting going to T's and C's, getting paid out, making sure the content right, the captions right. He just said there was so much back and forth. And he essentially wanted to develop an app that would completely streamline that process and make it a dreamy process for brands and agencies and also for the influencers themselves. So that's kind of what we've pushed out in market. And yeah, my role is speaking with brands and, and agencies and helping them run really successful influencer and content campaigns at speed and scale. Yeah, which is amazing. And, you know, there are so many brands out there that either don't understand or don't know the power of influencer marketing. And then there are those that do and, and, and really grab onto it and really are really successful. So from, I guess, from your experience, like how impactful can influencer marketing be for a brand? Oh, um, fab question, hugely. Um, I think, like you mentioned, influencer marketing has historically sat, sat really at that top of the funnel. So brands just say, oh, awareness and consideration. and. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a lot of education needed because they don't know, oh, I'm, am I actually going to get bang for my buck if I push money into this? And we're slowly seeing influencer marketing really pull down that funnel. And you're going to soon be able to track conversions all within Instagram and Facebook, where mm-hmm. it'll be, you can purchase within the app, which I am absolutely terrified for. <laughs> <laughs> my credit card's going to get a massive hit because oh. I'm one of those people that screenshot stuff. And then I'm like, I'll go back and buy that at a later date. But um, soon um, and already being ruled out is um, shoppable, like shopping basically within Instagram. So what that means is all of your details will be in there, your address, your credit card, your debit card, whatever you're using, PayPal. Um, and it'll be as simple as three clicks to a purchase. That's super and, scary, right? Isn't it? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's really exciting. And I think a lot of brands and, and agencies that we've been working with, that's kind of what they're really looking for in this space yeah. and have been since I joined Tribe two years ago. It's something I always get asked is like, oh, but can we see like conversion and sales? Like what metrics can we get? Yeah. Um, and from working with, I know we started working together when I joined in like 2019. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing to see how you guys used us to really build that brand awareness. Yeah. And you're like pushing it through and you can include swipe up links and track which influencers are pushing you really yeah. good traffic through to your website. So it's definitely evolving. And um, that's one of the reasons I absolutely love this space. I think it's constantly innovating. Um, yeah, and it's and me. mad. <laughs> I agree with you. And I think what's really interesting is that if you take the influencer marketing piece, you're going out to people who have grown a, a, a really big following. So they're good at what they do. They know their audience. They're great at creating content, which some brands can spend 10 times the amount on trying to recreate. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, those followers have a very loyal following and they have a trusted voice. So people follow them because they trust them and they love what they do. So instead of spending all that money on, you know, trying to create trust just go out to people that already have that trust and align with them and get them to promote your products in a really original and authentic way and I think that's really key especially for us is that authentic voice yeah I couldn't agree more with that I think that's a massive factor in this case and 
maybe brands that started out working in influencer marketing weren't going for that authenticity and like real like followers and, and dedication to their audiences and kind of maybe a lot of the time going for influencers that they think have really high engagement or a high reach but don't necessarily like have that relationship with their audiences and, and that's kind of what you really want in this space essentially mm. is to partner with those influencers and we've actually just released a really cool feature called brand fans um, and basically what you can do in tribe is create a cohort of influencers that you want to work with on an ongoing basis yeah. so once you find those guys that really align with your brand and you want to build those long-term partnerships with you can build those all within tribe and you can run private campaigns and invite those 20 50 influencers in so say for example you guys have a a new product launch and you don't want it to go out to our whole host of creators you can hit up those within your um brand yeah. fan group they'll create that content for you and it's good to go and you, and you know you know what works you've worked with them before also resonates better with their audiences as well Absolutely. because it's not like a one-off post mm. and, and it's like creating really brand ambassadors i guess and people that kind of really align with your brand and you love working with exactly yeah and that'll be so important when like shoppable ads really come into play mm -hmm. on instagram as well and building up that loyalty it's it's going to completely um, change the space yeah, absolutely. So talk to me and tell me about the journey of Tribe, because obviously influencer marketing is new, like it's still new, you know, there's still like new platforms, you know, like we've, we previously were talking about TikTok and stuff before this, this podcast started and it's, it's really exploding. And I know there's been a lot of kind of mixed press about it, but talk to me about and tell me about the journey of, of Tribe and, and how it started and how it's grown and where it's going. Yeah. So yeah, like I mentioned earlier, Jules was the, the founder. So he's based out in Australia, obviously in Melbourne. Um, and he really did see this gap in the market um, to create something that brands and agencies can use with ease and, and basically partner with brand advocates, ambassadors at speed and scale. And um, so that's where it kind of originated from. And, and four years on to that, we're now global company, which is incredible. So um, is it in four years? Yeah, wow. four or five years now, yeah, it's been absolutely mad. Um, so I was lucky enough even to go out to our US offices in New York um, last year, a year and a half, because I'm going to say last year, I was like, there's no way I was traveling last year. Um, but yeah, it's been an incredible journey and the launch of the US market's been incredible. And um, obviously it's a, a massive beast to, to kind of jump in and kind of dip into the market there, but it's been super successful. Um, and we've also started hiring actually with the recent obviously pandemic that's going on, like globally, we've been really transparent in hiring people in different regions now. So for example, we've yeah. just got a new um, market manager who's based out in Germany, which is great for the business. and. That's been awesome and um, to see the business grow and evolve as well. And because we're a startup, um, as you can imagine, things change on a regular basis. And I know probably from working with us in the last two years, there's been constant updates in the platform. And it's amazing, to be honest. It's been we've been able to see so many different developments in the platform and so many new features and has enabled us to kind of just basically do more with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I think if I look back to when we first started running campaigns to where the platform sits now, it's absolutely incredible. And yeah, that's it's diff very different. Yeah. So um, really exciting updates. And we've also just launched the subscription offering as well um, for brands like yourselves who are working with us on an always-on approach and want to get more value back. So with that, obviously you get a lot more features, which I know you, you obviously have tapped into, but like um, audience demographics on and creators' like profiles as well as in-depth reporting. So you're getting the impression and reach data as well. Uh, on top of that, more customer success, so support. So I know when 
a lot of in this space um a lot of there are a lot of agencies around and they'll kind of run the full process for you yeah. we'll then select the influencers showcase them to you um whereas with us we're a self-serve platform even if you go for the subscription offering you're still fully in charge of what influencers and creators you want to there's no middleman it's direct to creator which i love exactly and there's a little like whatsapp communication tool in there as yeah. well which you can use and speak with the influencers and say hey love this content can you create more or do you mind tweaking your caption and um, so it's a really easy to use platform it is. yeah it really is i agree and so from that perspective then because obviously you know most businesses listen to our podcast but lots of people do if you're a creator how what's the creator i mean i know you don't work on the creator side but you you know about it but what's the creator process and how because obviously that like if we talk about miles right so the pool guy who we spoke to a couple of weeks ago on the big Doug podcast he's had unfortunate problems working with some brands um and not uk brands but overseas brands where he has um had issues with not being paid right so he's run brand campaigns and then the brands haven't paid him and then he's not been able to get in contact with them and however much however horrible that is it happens right so talk about kind of we'd love to lead for you to talk about how your platform gives creator security because i know for a fact that it does Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, well, that's definitely something we caveat and we have for influencers. I think because our founder came from the creative perspective as well, it's a side of the business we really want to nurture and protect, right? Yeah. So when an influencer posts, they actually get paid out within 48 hours of their posts going live. So we don't need to wait on brands or agencies to pay us before we can pay an influencer out. We make sure that, that they get that and credit for the work they're obviously doing and approval through a brand. But in terms of becoming an influencer, yeah, I'm not one, unfortunately. I get asked that all the time. Um, I only have like 300 followers. So to be a, a, a creator on Tribe, you need to have 3,000 plus followers yeah. um, across your social pages, which I know you do, Luke. Congrats. I do. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, and then once you're in there, um, we run an ABS check. And basically what that stands for is audience vital signs. So we'll scan your account for any fraudulent activity. So that could be... Follow, follow, content originality yeah. um, before we'll actually allow you into the platform to submit to briefs. Once yeah. you're actually in there as well from a creator side, we'll actually scan your account four times every day. And so that's every six hours just to make sure if there's anything fraudulent or iffy going on that that will be flagged and then we'll reach out to you and explain why and trying to help you cleanse your account. But essentially, once you get through that stage, you'll be in our app, um, which is you can download from the app store. It's completely free to download. Mm -hmm. There's no charge for an influencer. Um, and you can start submitting to brands that you love. You probably have the products already or um, you're willing to go and buy the product or the brand would potentially send out to you as well for you to then submit to that campaign and, and get a win. But um, yeah, it's something we're hiring on our community side to make sure we really nurture that side of the business as it's obviously so important. Um, of course. And 50, did you say 55,000 UK creators or influencers? Yeah, it's a huge pool of people across, I'm assuming, lots of different niches and demographics that can serve so many different brands. 100%, yeah. So we span across 32 different categories um, and there are so many niches within those. It's uh, it's absolutely phenomenal. There's kind of creators out there for everything, I always say. And for us, I think that's really interesting because we're a very, we come from a very traditional B2B business background right so you know we we're a warehouse shelving and racking specialist but you know through the pandemic and more people wanting and more consumers wanting to buy our products we kind of felt that 
the way to reach those consumers was through influencer marketing. And even for a very traditionally bedded, you know, homegrown industrial business that is more serving towards B2B, there is still a place for, for influencers. And we found some amazing people on there. I mean, do you have a lot of B2B clients or is it mainly kind of FMG and beauty and all of that? I mean, what's the mix of people? Yeah, B2B is definitely a lot smaller pool in terms of brands that we partner with, you guys being one of them. Um, but B2C is definitely like our the biggest category for us. That being said, we've worked with loads of B2B brands as well. So for example, Churchill Insurance ran a really cool campaign with us where they wanted to get content of people taking a leap of faith and changing their insurance provider. And what they okay. did was amazing, <laughs> actually, because they got this awesome content of people like, jumping off a cliff or like jump like just jumping between stuff it was amazing and they let the caption do the really heavy lifting aspect yeah. of actually what they're doing and take a leap of faith change the provider we're here to help and that that actually got crazy high engagement i think it was like seven or eight percent and our averages are normally around in this place around two to three okay so wow it was a really cool campaign so i think for B2B, it's a slightly different angle you need to go for when you're pushing the campaigns. And, and like you guys are doing is make it fun uh -huh. and like make it kind of creative. And that's when you're going to get that that like um, bite back from audiences, um, especially when it can be not the most sexy product per se. But Absolutely. if you need to engage in, uh, it's going to work. And that's what we do with our influencers. You know, um, we create campaigns around products for alternative uses for our products so that people can see you know we've got a shelving bay or one that we're about to launch which we've spoken about is we do steel drums steel metal drums which are used in industrial purposes but we've had lots of people actually buying them and using them for garden planters because they've just got that industrial aesthetic so that's yeah. what our campaign is it's about bringing gardening and influences together with our steel drums but essentially people are promoting the fact that we sell steel drums which isn't a core product for us but we still sell quite a lot of them so it's just an interesting, quirky way of yeah. you know, driving awesome. awareness of products in a and shedding them in a different light. You know, I always love our catch-ups, look, because you have <laughs> fun, crazy ideas going on. Like I, I was saying to Luke that I was catching up with the PR manager over at Big Doug and I was on a Zoom call and she was like, Yeah, I actually have an ice rink like made out of our Oh yeah, the ice rink. <laughs> Insane. Like it's always so cool what you guys are doing in market and I'm sure a lot of people listening will have probably seen the stuff you're doing and you can't yeah, see sure. fun stuff. We just try and put our, our little tagline that we've created is putting the fun into functional. We, we, we call it, we're a very functional brand, but we say we try and put the fun into it. And I guess that's what we do. And, uh, and I will be the first to admit this, even on a podcast, that our products aren't sexy. You know, some of them are quite boring, like a shelf is a shelf, a plastic box is a plastic box, but it's about... The, the the mystery and stuff that and the excitement you create around the product um which mm -hmm. gets people in excited and engaged as opposed to being actually excited and engaged about the actual product because our products are a need product not a want product you either need a shelf or you don't need a shelf you know whereas you either want a pair of shoes or you don't want a pair of shoes like you know not you don't need a hundred pound pair of nike trainers but you might want them whereas you don't want a shelf you need a shelf so we kind of create that and that's kind of where we use influencers but yeah i mean it's just i think it's amazing i think it's and i think it's uh, really insightful for people to hear about influencer marketing definitely and i think 
like working with you and the journey we've like partnered with you guys really closely now from initially just running like self-serve one-off campaigns yeah. to now you guys being a subscriber of ours and yeah. us really really partnering and strategizing together and how we can get the most out of it it's been super fun um, and yeah, so yeah it's, it's see where it's going to go because there's heaps of updates coming so it's exciting so let's say that people there's a brand there's people listening that run businesses and brands even in the b2b space and they've either not thought about influencer marketing and they've listened to this and thought maybe i should or they think oh i've been thinking about it for a while but i've not done anything what would your advice be to dip in the toe into the influencer world i would recommend you go for it and have a trial if you've got smaller budgets and we can run those in platform and trial out and see how you get on. And um, like I said, we are self-serve, but we're here to help as well. If you need a bit of education on on this space, because I know it's new for so many people still, and um, we're always here to help. So yeah, if you want to find out more, like definitely get in touch um, with me. You can check me on LinkedIn or my email is Rebecca at tribegroup.co. Uh, I'm more than happy to chat. Um, but yeah, just I my best advice would be just dip your toes in it because brands that have done that with us are now like key accounts and they're running always on mm -hmm. applications and seeing where they started from when they were really green and a bit scared of pushing budgets through to now like completely mastering it and, and smashing it in markets incredible and you can start really small like you don't have to spend a fortune you know you can spend a couple of thousand pound and and get some really amazing a really amazing results you know Exactly. Yeah. So like average price per post at the minute in the UK is sitting around 200 pounds for an in-feed. So yeah. if you had a couple of grand, you can really get a feel um, for the platform and also for this space and working with influencers before you obviously go ahead and invest in bigger budgets. So and so say for that 200 pound then, what's the average follow account or reach of influencers? Do you know that off the top of your head? Am I, am I throwing no, that I curve for your no, way? I <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, yeah, so uh, average reach on that would be 30,000. So we're a micro uh, heavy platform, that being said, yeah. we do have macros on there. Um, and average engagement would be around 2 to 3% um, based on that as well. Obviously, it's a marketplace, so it can fluctuate. Of so course. They're in charge of how much they, they charge. We've got a wee rate card in there as well, which will give them guidelines. Yeah. But just roughly, yeah, if, if you're working with us, one or two K trial budget, you could try. We'd normally say around five. And then once you really get the feel for it, you can you can level yeah. up. So do you know what's really interesting? So you know, we do a lot of magazine adverts and, and, and industry adverts. If you compare, say, what you do in, in our space, traditional magazine adverts for circulation reach versus maybe a half page advert or a quarter page advert, you're going to be paying a lot more for a lot less in a magazine than you would a targeted influencer in a certain niche, right? 100%. Because yeah. if you pay £200 for thirty average of 30,000 reach, right? Mm -hmm. You might pay £1,000 for 18, uh, something I was looking earlier, it was like £1,000 for half a page spread with an 18,000 circulation. Like, yeah. you look at, it's yeah. kind of like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, and especially with like what's going on in the world, there are more eyes on social than there ever has yeah. been before. Um, oh yes so say so it's just it's a massive massive space and there's massive opportunities for brands to tap into it um so yeah i would highly recommend anyone that's thinking about it just give it a go take the leap honestly we we don't regret it and it's been one of the it's, it's, it's a it was a trial when we first started i remember i contacting you guys and and speaking to you rebecca and how as a brand we've evolved to an always on strategy because it's just part of that mix within our marketing strategy that is just something that has been so successful for us 
but also generates a lot of conversation, a lot of digital online conversation around us that people have found us and placed large orders months down the line because they saw somebody on an Instagram feed or even I've even we've even had a really big order and found out that somebody on his daughter's Instagram feed was talking about one of our products and he ran the business and was like oh I didn't know about like just it's amazing really you know yeah I love hearing stuff like that that's so cool yeah because if you can completely and it yeah transcends social media it starts off Mm -hmm. there but it, it just explodes and escalates. It's um, it, it's pretty electric. It's really exciting. Yeah, and I keep harping on about this on the on the podcast, but the importance of UGC content. So for everybody listening, UGC is user generated content. It is, you know, it's almost like the new the new hot it word. But it really is because it's so important. Content is so important for every brand strategy. But trying to produce content at that rate that's needed for social is so difficult. Yeah. And one thing I love about Tribe is the fact that you can not only get an influencer to create content and post it on their channels, but you can also buy that content for your own channels and then use that and own that and distribute that, which I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a really cool stat on that by Facebook that it drives um, almost seven times higher engagement UGC as opposed to branded content. Um, and we're definitely seeing that with everyone we're partnering with. Um, I think lockdowns escalated people mm-hmm. yeah. leaning into tribe and other platforms to get content because obviously photo shoots etc have had to be cancelled yeah and um, so we've definitely seen a lot of people lean into that and you're going to get amazing different assets so like for yeah. example if you're a, a food brand and you're going to a photo shoot setup it's going to be kind of fairly similar the yeah. shot you're getting. whereas with using a platform like tribe and working with vast amounts of creators you're able to tap into like that diversity and get a whole spoke of of content yeah exactly with what you've breathed out and what you're after um and on the content side the influencers if you do run a pure play content campaign um they don't obviously post their social channel so it's purely like content mm. creation for for brands yeah. which is amazing you're basically getting really really amazing content really cheaply like really like and like but it is like f- compared to how much you, a brand would spend on a photo shoot and hiring a photographer and models and like it's yeah vastly cheaper than doing it sometimes in-house um which is just amazing yeah so i don't know if i have any more questions i just think it's so interesting to talk to everybody about influencer marketing and how important it is regardless of what sector you're in yeah definitely and i think i know we've spoken as well everyone's probably wondering in their heads maybe listening to this about tiktok as well um (laughs) completely booming um i'm getting asked that on every client call they're like so what about tiktok um it is in our uh, roadmaps we're speaking with those guys that hopefully onboarding them um yeah. but yeah that is just incredible um, and i said send a look previously i have had it but i've had to delete it because i just go down holes on it um but it's huge opportunity for loads of brands as well yeah agreed. and you know what's really interesting as well is the shift in content and I even think this isn't even the last year um, because of the pandemic away from really polished content to really raw, authentic content. Some videos that aren't what you, are what you would maybe even, even considered a couple of years ago to be really bad quality, low resolution. As a brand, I would never publish that. Are the videos that go viral? Are the videos that get the most hits? Are the videos that resonate better with people because they're real do you find that with some of the stuff you guys do is that that authentic kind of content is better yeah it's obviously so real and raw Mm. and 
creators know what's going to land with their audiences if it is going on on socials. Um, 100% agree with that. And then that being said, if you did want really like slick content, you can also call that out as well. So yeah. it really depends when you're briefing out and what you're after. But yeah, we're finding like authentic, real, raw content that really resonates with brands when we see outperforming. Um, so yeah, it's really cool to see. And I find it, I that's the thing I find fascinating because I think a lot of us now are so in tune with social media and so savvy to it that we can spot an advert a mile off. Yeah. Whereas a genuinely organic content creator who's really good at their job can spin a product into their content without you even realizing that they're selling it. That's so, so true. And and that's where there's another relatively new ad format I know we're in talks about and with Big Doug, but branded content ads mm-hmm. come into play. So where it's where you can use those like real authentic and um, posts that have gone live on for say, for example, Instagram, and you can actually license that asset to run as an ad um, and take it outside of the, the influencer's audience and push it through your ads manager to an ad set you, you might have already built in. And um, so it's going to be way more organic in a feed as well. So that links in if the, the content's organic and you can twist that into an ad, it's yeah. a win-win. It is. It really is. It's, it's just amazing. So anybody not using influence marketing, I hope this podcast has inspired you to go ahead and um, take the F out of it and go to Tribe. Honestly, we've tried and I've tried contacting loads of content, content creators individually. And it's just, unless you've got a massive marketing team, is a minefield to try and organize. So just head over to Tribe, guys, and um, check them out. Um, and also have a look at Big Doug's Instagram because you can see most of our posts are Tribe posts, so you can see how we kind of keep that consistency. Um, I think that's it. Unless there's anything you want to add, Rebecca, I think it's amazing. They're all good. That was so fun. Great. Thank you. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Big Doug podcast. We will be back next week. We hope you enjoyed this latest Big Doug podcast where we interviewed Rebecca Rankin from Tribe really really insightful into the world of influencers if you would like to look at doing some influencer work you can always go to tribegroup.co to see their platform and you can also contact rebecca as she left her email in the podcast there thank you so much for listening and we look forward to uh welcome you to the podcast next week